Greetings, and welcome to Content That Moves, the podcast for brand storytellers who want to create emotional connections with the content they create. We're on a mission to shine a light on the most compelling and effective brand storytelling, and we want to arm you with the insights to create something amazing for your brand. Content That Moves is sponsored by Brand Storytelling, and this episode is being recorded on location in Park City at the 2020 Brand Storytelling event. I'm your host, Jesse Raisler, and the podcast is created by Credo Nonfiction, a content studio that moves the needle by moving your audience. Visit credononfiction.com to learn more. Our guest on this episode, Lou Dubois, is director of editorial content at Hilton and is screening a series of films here at Brand Storytelling that spotlight and reward the passion and kindness of actual Hilton team members. Lou gives us some insight on how story mining has become such a critical part of Hilton's process and how their platform of purpose and people guides so much of what they create. Lou, welcome. Thanks for joining us here. Yeah, thank you for having me. Excited to do it. Um, before we go any further, I just want to let you know I'm a longtime Hilton Honors member. Um, so you're here, you're screening some beautiful work here at Brand Storytelling. And before we dig deeper into that, um, I'd love to hear more about like your background and how you ended up in your current role. Sure. Um, so I'd, I've been with Hilton now for about 18 months. Uh, so I joined the company uh, really with a background and career that has been entirely in media. So um, both on the journalism side and the corporate side of the business, um, as well as a bit focused on the brand storytelling as well. Um, and I think it's been really interesting to go fully immersive into the brand side. Um, I think it's been a really great chance to sort of take a leap into a different industry. I've got the ability to do amazing work and tell stories about, you know, travel and people mm-hmm. and locations and, and what we're doing as a company to really impact um, all these places around the world, right? So yeah. Hilton as a company is just an incredible story, right? So yeah. we celebrated 100 years last year, which is no small feat um, wow. for companies these days. Um, you know, started with one small hotel in Cisco, Texas. Um, you know, sort of during the oil boom that uh, that really just changed sort of what hotel and hospitality was like. And I think our founder, who Conrad Hilton, just like a crazy innovator back in the day. And I think so many of the things that he um, was really looking at back then yeah. remain relevant. And that's kind of been what's fun. So yeah. we spent a lot of the 100th year looking back uh, to kind of understand why the company had been successful. But then what I'm most excited about now is looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got 6,000 hotels now around the world-ish, uh, um, close, close to 1 million rooms. Wow. Uh, we're in 117 countries and territories. We've got 420,000 people who work for the company. Wow. So pretty wild. And it's, it's a lot of fun to be able to, to work with some amazing people and tell these great stories. Absolutely. Um, and so can you talk about sort of the structure of the teams and how you are approaching content creation with the team that you're on? Yeah, sure. So I sit within the global communications and external affairs team. Um, and really that's because our our mission is to drive awareness and reputation. Um, it, it sits on sort of this this platform of purpose, right, which we've heard a lot about here this week. Yeah. Um, but really establishing um, what we stand for as an enterprise. We've got 18 brands that kind of make up our portfolio. We just launched our 18th last week. Right. Um, but to do product storytelling, to do you know people storytelling, you need a, a platform of purpose to kind of lean on to, yeah. right? Um, so I was I was the first one to join uh, in my role, newly created role. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been building for the last eighteen months, so okay. um, 
I think next Monday, so whenever this airs, uh, I'll have a, a pretty good staff here in the States. I'll be hiring my, my sixth person here in the, in the U.S., Sweet. almost all journalists. So we talk about background and kind of where storytelling and kind of understanding for great stories comes from. Um, we look at things that are newsworthy, right? We don't yep. want to just do things for the sake of doing them. Um, we want to really drive interest both internally but more importantly externally. That's really interesting. I mean, so many um, people even here at this con- conference come from a journalism background and have found their way over to brands. And there's such an overlap there between journalism and brand marketing these yeah. days, which is really interesting. And I think it's driving just sort of a different lens of how stories are being told. Um, but yeah, so uh, what you're screening here, um, Room 702, this film series, obviously, it's the famous room at the Hilton in Amsterdam where John and Yoko staged their bed in back in 1969, I think it was, during the Vietnam War. Yeah. Um, you did your you, research. That's yeah, great. Yeah. And you, well, I, I, had, I had known of it. I mean, I'm just a John and Yoko fan in yeah. general, but I also saw this great feature doc that came out um, like maybe six or seven years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It had a big, a big piece on that. So um, super cool how you, you sort of taken the spirit of what that was and you know, how that ties to the brand values. Do you just want to talk about how that originated and how that sort of does tie back to the values and then what you ended up creating? Yeah. Um, and it's, to your point, it's probably not what a lot of people expect from a hotel company, right? Which mm-hmm. I think has been part of the fun. Um, yeah, so like I said, Hilton's been around for a long time. Um, as a company, we've been the setting for a lot of historic moments in, in, in the past. And I think um, as we sat back and kind of approached last year, we knew that this moment was going to be a big one. Um, the fact that that John and Yoko did this at a Hilton in Amsterdam 50 years ago. They were kicked out of two other hotels before they landed there, right? Because the other hotels didn't really want the spectacle that it became. Um, But we knew, you know, back in the day, it was such a huge, purposeful um, sort of campaign by them, right? To really drive peace and understanding in the world. And and that just aligns so closely with the values that we have as a company today, uh, as well as back then. So um, our founder, like I said, had this vision back in the day that, um, you can drive like peace and understanding through travel, right? You know, he's got a famous quote where he talks about uh, if you go to Turkey and have a coffee with somebody, it commits yourself to 30 years of friendship, which I think is pretty awesome. So, yeah. um, so the series really was was really meant to number one, kind of tap into that that newsworthy moment that we talked about. We knew people would be talking about the 50 year anniversary, um, but really it was to layer a purpose um, to a lot of our CR work and a lot of what we do. Um, in the world with uh, a lot of great people and team members and partners uh, to really advance kind of what we are as a company. So um, got a lot of great initiatives. We've got a Travel With Purpose program that we launched in 2011 that kind of is our CR platform. Um, But I always feel like if you can put people behind the stats, that goes such a long way. So we use the Room 702 idea to tell great stories about the people uh, that work within our company who are kind of furthering that mission uh, around the world. So I think it's been a lot of fun to work on. Um, Yoko herself has been a big supporter of it, which was pretty okay. amazing as well. Yeah. Oh, wow. So uh, working with her team to kind of get her blessing to even do this was uh, was something that was pretty cool. So um, it's been a series that, like, you know, we'll get into it in a little bit, but yeah. that just keeps on giving and I think has been a, a huge change for us in the way that we just do our storytelling. That's awesome. I mean, it's so rooted in, in company values, and I, I got to see one of the, the films, and it's just 
it's powerful. It's like one of those things that gives you goosebumps. Um, yeah. There's so many moments in it that are very emotional and it's, it's authentic. It's genuine. It's like you said, are they all real people from that work at the company? Or? They're all, they're all team members, right? So yeah. they're people who have unique jobs within the company. So the first episode follows a, a suite attendant or a housekeeper uh, that works at our embassy suites down in Orlando. Uh, she was born in the Dominican Republic and um, just a, a huge champion for our soap recycling initiative. Right. Uh, the second episode follows a guy who works at our, uh, hotel in Frankfurt. He's a Syrian refugee that fled the country uh, in the midst of the Civil War. So another really incredible, powerful story. Yeah. And the third one, which, which you'll see a little bit here, um, focuses on our safety and security manager at a hotel in China, um, a guy who grew up in, in a really poor kind of part of the country that um, didn't know kind of how he would get out. And I think um, has taken every chance that he's been given and run with it. Uh, and now because he's done so well, he's giving back in a way that's pretty incredible. So, right. um, so yeah, great, great stories, but yeah. real people. Right. And yeah. I think that's the key. Like, yeah. um, these are people that you could see at the hotel when you go there. Um, and I think there's, there's so many of these stories in our company and that's, what's been a lot of fun to kind of dig through and story mine and kind of work through all the different elements. So. I'm glad you brought up story mining. That's something we we love to yeah. dig into. And I think for brands especially that might not have a team of journalists, you know, on staff, that's a big question is like how do you go about finding the stories that are worthy um of such, you know, what you did here with these beautiful films? How do you A, like how do you go about finding those stories and then B, how do you decide like this is a film, this is maybe a written story, sure. like where do you, you know, where do you decide where to invest? So one of the things that has been such a huge help for somebody who's new in the company um, is we've got people who've been around the company for a long time, right? So we've got a lot of executives who have worked their way up uh, from being like banquet servers to now sitting on the C-suite, which is mm, incredible. Cool. So they know stories, right? Um, but we've also got regional partners who I lean on really closely. So um, when we're doing whatever we're doing, right, we actually do a lot of initial outreach to kind of start seeding some of those do you know somebody who's got a great story here? Do you know um, a hotel who maybe is doing something really interesting? And I think they are always amazing at getting back to us with like a plethora of things to go through. Yeah. Um, I guess talk for hours about story mining. I think yeah. it's one of the like most underappreciated arts oh, yes. in in yes. story in general. But you know, these took a lot of work. It took a lot of casting. It took a lot of research. I mean, I think for each one of these episodes, we probably did you know, four to eight phone calls um, just to kind of really build out what the narrative was. Right. Um, and I'd be remiss if I didn't give a shout out to one of our um, our main partner on the project, uh, which was Vayner Media um, from a production perspective. Cool. Um, they know how to do this stuff, right? Yeah. It's, it's a lot of what um, has become known as like that surprise and delight type storytelling um, where you sort of present the, the story and then surprise the, the person who you profiled with something really unique. Yeah. That's great. Um, in terms of your mining process, it sounds like you're talking to team members that have been there a long time. Is it literally like word of mouth, like you're picking up the phone, like do you guys know any great stories yeah. or are you going like through online databases? Or? So we start a little, we actually have a database and we've got a, a team member communications team that does an amazing job of compiling that, oh, cool. um, that works both with team members and with owners. Um, but then it's, it's just as easy as picking up the phone, right? I think that uh, this is where the journalism piece yeah. comes in, right? Because you're able to ask questions that um, are not just what you've maybe written down, but they're great follow-ups, right? Because yeah. to me, some of the best conversations are open-ended, right? Yeah. You start going in one direction and then you see where it takes you. Right. That's how you find all the other characters too, right? right? So you meet the person who you know is going to be the central point 
who else should I talk to? Who is a person that really understands this other person too, right? And it builds that kind of layers that you need to really make it an emotional story. So, uh, so yeah, we're, we're lucky. We've got a great team in a lot of different places that helps us. But um, it is important to invest in the process. Um, you don't get these stories without that, that bit of investment. So. Absolutely. Um, so you've got a, a set of how many films in the series so far? This is the third episode. So there's a launch film too that um, really introduces the... Um, the, the entirety of the program. Uh, we found one of the original photographers who was in the room with John and Yoko, uh, and you'll you get to see that a bit today too. Um, he was 15 at the time. He snuck in pretty much illegally, <laughs> created his own uh, photographer ID card, which, as he will tell you, like, you know, the security guard kind of laughed at him and said, if you're going to go that far, like, I'm going to let you do it. So, <laughs> um, so that was pretty amazing. Um, so, yeah, we just released the fourth one. Um, this one's focused in China, like I said, and it's kind of been amazing. We've, we've kind of focused on all different parts of the world. World. So, so now you've got these films. Um, obviously, you've got sort of this built-in amazing own channel. You can, I'm assuming, you can show them in your rooms, yep. uh, in room entertainment. But uh, what else goes into sort of your distribution strategy, especially on the digital side, to make sure you're finding these films are finding who you want them to reach? Yeah, so I think it's it's multi-tiered, right? So it hits everything from paid to earned to owned. Um, in room is a huge opportunity for us. I think speaking specifically about this China film, we launched it only in China about a month ago, yeah. um, and we had activations actually at every hotel in China, uh, kind of showcasing the film. They did a big launch event in Shanghai where they actually flew uh, the subjects uh, of the film in to do a quick Q and A and had something like seventy thousand live streams watching it kind of across the country. So. Yeah. Um, um, so I think from like leaning on the hotel perspective, it's great content for them, um, looking at the in-room perspective of it. Um, I think that our own channels obviously have a lot of uh, power as well. So thinking about um, what we are able to do kind of across the portfolio, we've got 18 brands. We lean on a lot of them to help us with what they do too. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a great media team that's in-house now and a social team that really have helped us a lot um, in market particularly. So again, China, really interesting, very different market, right? right. Uh, we launched on Taotao and Baidu, which I don't know how familiar you guys are with, but they're two of the largest video platforms in China. Okay. And and, you know, as a Western company, um, there are not a lot of Western companies launching videos on mm. those platforms. And I think that was a huge part of why it has done so incredibly well over there. Okay. Um, but then I think it's beyond sort of that piece of it. It's, it's being non-traditional to a degree, right? So we've actually done some work with, you know, kind of events and festivals, um, getting ourselves out there at different film fests and things like that, that um, I don't think a lot of big brands were doing back in the day. So yeah. it's been a lot of fun. And then... Um, I think that, uh, you know, being able to showcase it at events like this is always great, too. Absolutely. So, um, so once the work is out there, and you're, you, obviously there are the traditional measurements of, like, views on these different platforms you're putting out there, but for you specifically, like, what are you hoping are, you know, the performance indicators that you can take back to maybe your leadership team to say, like, let's invest in doing more of this kind of storytelling? Yeah. This series particularly has been a a real global movement for us as a company. So it's really the first time we've invested in in a really CR-focused kind of storytelling campaign. Uh, And just the outpouring of support and success across all all different levels has been amazing. So team members, I mentioned how many of them there are. You can't (laughs) underestimate the value of 420,000 people and kind of them being invested in something. Um, Another important one is our developers and our owners. So like part of the hotel business and a big part of the hotel business is is building new properties. And I think being able to showcase those audiences, like what we stand for and who we are and what we do, Mm -hmm. uh, it's become a huge sort of focus for that group as well, which... Mm -hmm. 
was was known to us, but like wasn't expected as like one of those things where they just fall in love with it, right? Yeah. Um, and then internally, I mean, I think what's been amazing is is Room Seven Hundred Two has become like this brand of its own, right? So yeah. we actually we've got an award that we started last year um, in conjunction with the launch of the series, where we're actually awarding somebody with the Room Seven Hundred Two Award. Nice. Um, and we had a, a guy, the first recipient, um, who's one of the general managers for a hotel in Puerto Rico that really like rebuilt this hotel after the hurricane a couple of years ago. Yeah. And so again, just like really like this incredible platform um, that that has become for us, I think a great chance to then go to the next level as we think about where we go from here. It just seems so brilliant. It's, it's just value, you're stacking like value on top of value on top of value that you're using real employees. Now yeah. there's an award that they get recognized. There's such pride there. I mean the great brands in the world, even Southwest Airlines was here yesterday too. And, you know, the founder of that talking about kindness, it's, yeah. it is kindness and it's, and it's how you treat your employees is going to be how you treat your customers. So especially yeah. in a business like yours, just like, wow, what a, what a win-win. We're in the hospitality business. Right. And I think that we have for a long time, like what we do well is we treat guests well. And I think that the people that do that best are embodied in the hotels. Right. And they're the people that we're featuring here. They're the people that if you go and check in or have an experience, like you're going to remember that person who gave you a unique experience mm -hmm. uh, that made your vacation or business trip memorable. So, yeah. yeah, being able to shine a light on the people. Our CEO talks about it all the time, but I think we're a business of people that serve people. Um, and I think that if we're able to focus on those people, got beautiful properties, obviously, too, but mm -hmm. the people is what makes it. That's great. Um, what's next for you and in, in this initiative will be more films here new series yeah uh so it's it's an exciting year for us um as i said moving beyond the 100th anniversary and kind of uh looking ahead to where we are i think um excited to work on a lot of different projects um we are focused on a very interesting year with with 2020 and a lot of the political climates um some things that i think are a little bit different still some cr work that uh, I'm really excited about really thinking about sustainability and sustainable travel. Um, again, a layer in that uh, sort of travel with purpose platform that we've got, but being really unique about the way that we tell those stories. So um, got something really fun and interesting in the works on that that we're working on. Um, we just launched our 18th brand. So I think kind of being educational about who we are as a company is really important for us. So educating consumers in unique ways about the different value propositions across the portfolio is a big one for us. Um, you know, we, we have something that pretty much serves every type of guest or traveler, uh, no matter what you're looking for. So really kind of making that under known. Um, you talked about uh, Delta, and I think, like, we've got great partners from Lyft and some of the other uh, sort of groups that we work with. Uh, Live Nation is a huge music partner for us. And so... Um, leaning into a lot of those opportunities, too, to kind of tell the what do you get with all the hotel points. So Hilton, Hilton Honors for us is such a great... Um, sort of platform to reach people, right? So uh, we just hit 100 million Hilton Honors members last year, which is no small feat. Um, and so they're already loyal. How do we kind of find ways mm -hmm. to keep them engaged in some of the content we're doing? Um, and then I think the other thing, like new destinations, right? We're always opening new hotels. So we've right. got some incredible places that... Um, have always been a part of like our DNA in the company, like opening hotels in places that didn't have hotels. Um, we did a story a few years ago in Nigeria. We were the first international hotel company to move into Abuja uh, when that became the capital uh, back in the 60s. And just an incredible kind of hotel and story in the way they work with the community. Uh, we're opening a hotel later this summer in the Faroe Islands, uh, which I don't know if you're familiar with. I've been. Um, yeah. So the first international hotel chain to open a, a property there. Yeah. And 
as like we've been digging through kind of what makes the Faroe Islands so unique, just such oh an inca- incredible place. Yeah. And, you know, I can, I can imagine like you can kind of see where, where my eyes go. It's um, <laughs> the storytelling it's, potential, right? It's the most visual place I've ever filmed, like in the world. It's just, it's not that Yeah. So introducing people to new places. And, and yeah, I think that, you know, it's, it's a lot of that. Uh, like we said, layering it with purpose um, and then kind of going from there. But um, I think it should be a really fun year and, and looking forward to a lot of the, the work we're working on. That's exciting. We'll definitely be watching. Um, I guess in parting, do you have any advice for folks who are maybe in a similar role at a brand that's maybe not as big with the resources you have um, but want to start something like this? Yeah. Uh, well, like I said, so when I joined the company uh, 18 months ago, it, it was just me. So yeah. um, small teams are, are real. I mean, I, I just hired my sixth person, but, you know, that's still small and nimble. Um, I think that finding great partners is important. Um, we've been really lucky through a lot of the programs. I think we've got a lot of great relationships with uh, production partners, with directors themselves, with DPs, with editors. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited to kind of work with those people really closely. I think that goes a long way. Um, I can't reiterate the importance of planning, regardless of the size of your company. Um, these things take time if you want to do them right. Um, you should probably be working on whatever you're thinking about doing in the summer, like right now, um, if not sooner, uh, because I think it just takes time to do this right. We talked about story mining. Um, again, like the importance of that. Um, I think it's one of those uh, that really, like, to me, can't be understated. Um, and then lean on your partners, like your internal folks, right? So people that you work with, um, regardless of where you sit organizationally, uh, you've got people who probably have great stories that they know of in your company. And I think that the more you can find them, uh, that will make your job so much easier. You start letting people talk. Everybody's got a story to tell, right? We all have stories about where, we, where we're from, what we do, what we're interested in. Um, and these people, like they can be great resources for you. Yes, it takes a little work to dig through them, but I think that that's such a great starting point, um, regardless of what you're doing. And to your point earlier, like, could be a video, it could be a text piece, it could be a photo gallery, right? Like we did an amazing photo gallery a couple of months ago with a horticulturalist that we've got in Hawaii who's doing an amazing job just kind of replanting native uh, plants uh, in the environment there at the hotel. And like, it just, it was visually, it was just, it meant photos to me, right? Like there was no other way to tell this story. So um, be open to different mediums. I think try different things. Podcasts, great opportunity, right? Like um, think about what different uh, options might be out there. Cool. Well, that's a ton of super actionable advice. So thank you for the insights and thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. This is great. To view The Room 702 films, visit newsroom.hilton.com backslash 702 or search Hilton Room 702 in your browser. To see and hear more from Lou and his team at Hilton, follow them on Twitter at Dubois, D-U-B-O-I-S, and at Hilton Newsroom. Join us next time when I'll be speaking with Rachel Henke from Dell Technologies about how she helped define a new B2B brand with story-driven content. Until then, be well, have fun, and tell some amazing stories.